This is exactly right. Adulting is hard, but it doesn't have to be impossible. If you want to hear more about ways you can actually live your best life, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways you can improve your life. This season on How to Be a Better Human, learn how thinking about death can actually make your life happier, why it's never too late to make a change, and more. Find How to Be a Better Human wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, friend? Hi, how are you? I'm okay. I know something about you right now, and I'm going to share it. Oh, yuck. Um, No. Oh, my God. It's fine. I know. I'm so paranoid. It's like, did you know what I did last summer? No, I don't know. What did I do last summer? No, I just know that that you're... I just know that your husband is having... His birthday is coming up. That's it. Oh, why did why did That's you come all. at me like that? Don't come at me like that. No, I just, Dude, I'm from Jersey. I'm from Trenton. You can't be like, I know something about you, bitch. I, just, I said, I'm denying that shit. What the okay. What do you have on me? Uh, Jordan, you can't come. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm from Jersey and I have anxiety. You can't come at me like that. But can you be from Jersey and not have anxiety? Is there any part of Jersey? No, but between the sodium from the hoagies. <laughs> and just the sheer violence from the soccer and hockey games. You cannot. All right. I'm s- sorry. You know what that sentence did to me? No, it's okay. It's like when people tell me, don't move. Don't, 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 don't move. Let me just. Right, 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 right. I'm a move. <laughs> I'm a move like a ludicrous song. Just like that. Ooh, baby. Don't. I'm, I'm hot now. Oof. The all natural deodorant is spiking. If it's Tom's, then it's over. I went from lavender to red onion in just (laughs) (laughs) six seconds in. How dare you? We love him. It's another lap around the sun. And, you know, that's that's it. I just wanted to address that. Ew, can I just pour into him for a minute? Ugh. Yes, no, please. This is kind of like special because his birthday is on the 15th and we've known each other for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I did not know that I could meet a person, love him right away, just be like, oh, fucking Lord, I want to rip your face off. And then like during marriage, actually want to rip his face off. And then actually somehow <laughs> like... Somehow, like, get over it and become stronger and, like, find new Mm -hmm. levels and depths to relationship and love and friendship and what family really means and putting that together. Like, the way you love on your friends and, you know, we call them our chosen family, like, to do that with a person in a relationship and combine DNA, like, I had no idea. And, you know, it's not something that, Mm. like, people really haven't told me. And if they did, I probably Mm -hmm. wouldn't even believe them. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd be like, you high, you sappy, you crazy, you broke, you just made too much money. <laughs> like, you know, I'm always putting something on it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, wow, I just really, really love this person. It's like so oh, stupid. Kais, is he's a great guy. He's the only person that I've ever learned to do like a guttural expression for in their name. Same. And he's worth it, you know? Geis. Geis, baby. He's worth every drop of spit on this microphone right now. Geis. (laughs) Ich habe ihn It's sopping. Wait, so I need to know. Yes. Birthday. Adult birthdays are different too, though. You know, like you're just happy that your ankles aren't bothering you. (laughs) True. Are you thinking something small and intimate for him? Are you thinking something large for him? We were never into gift giving. Mm-hmm. And then um, COVID happened and we're like, oh, it's just nice to like get something not from Amazon. Do you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> so, you know, we do little meaningful gifts. Mm-hmm. And now with children, it's just nice to go to a restaurant and be like, I'll drive, you drink, you know, just your night. Yeah. That part. You know, there's going to be a little spa day. Just like whatever. All the things we keep saying we should do, but we don't have time to And then he's going to do a little boys day out, like day to night. Yeah, I'm going to do that with him. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm excited about that. It's a big plan. Huge things planned. Um, <laughs> He was like, we're going to go to this bar. Mm-hmm. And then... After that, I don't know. I was like, I was like, okay, well, yeah, grand opening. <laughs> he likes to fuck around and find out. I'm like, yeah. At one point, I was like, can I book you a table at a strip club? 
should I call a Soho house? Like, I, I'm a planner, mm-hmm. and he likes to just have friends show up and see where the night takes us, Aww. which is really nice and very opposite from me. Because I'm just like, if we're in this neighborhood, we could do these four things. Yeah, absolutely. I like to have that as well. It's just like you kind of Google map it. You could go from here to here. That, bah, 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 bah. But, I mean, it's his night. We'll throw our arm around it and see what's what. But that's why he has people like us in his life. Because he's like, what should we do? And then, like, we have options. Fair. That's beautiful. I'm glad for both of you. I'm glad for all of us. And it's just nice to have a partner like that. 15 years, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you had a fun birthday, too. I mean, I wasn't able to go, but dancing to espresso martinis is pretty great. Dancing to espresso martinis. uh, Had a nice hang with Sam J. Had a nice hang with young uh, David Adute and uh, Phoebes and all the other people that showed up. I have to say this, though. Have given a gift um, to my beloved, and she almost broke up with me over gift. Um, We were kids. We were kids then, and... I have to admit, it was a last minute on my way to see her. Forgot it was her birthday situation. I bought her these like sorry raggedy low top Converse and was like, "Huh? <laughs> Am I right?" And even her mom was just like, "Dump him." Um, it was it was bad. It was a low point. In Jamaica, my mom always says it's bad luck for someone you love to buy you shoes because that means they're gonna walk away from you. <laughs> Now, I don't know who hurt her. I don't know who hurt people in Jamaica, but that is <laughs> something that she has always told me. That's amazing. That means you could never buy your person shoes. I mean, come on. If you go shopping and they want some shoes and you're just like, you could leave me. You could go to Nagril. Yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. Huge Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Big. <laughs> no, I have to push back. I disagree with that. I disagree with that. But <laughs> you do have to get uh, your person the right thing. I mean, like, I know my person, like, she loves a good handbag. She loves a good purse. She does. Uh, I have to, like, set a little money aside whenever epic days are coming up in the calendar. May I also suggest a Telfer bag or some sort of, like, Brandon Blackwood, like a Black-owned bag? Oh, yes. She has a very diverse family, and it's also very nice to support Black designers because they are doing it. Hey, everybody, by the way, welcome to Adulting. I'm Michelle Buteau. This is Jordan Carlos. That part. Hello, everyone. We are out here talking about love, <laughs> birthdays, presents, just real-life shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's so nice. Mm-hmm. I-, I know there was, like, some discussion in the— what was the Real Housewives of— Atlanta, I don't really remember because there's too much garbage on the internet for me to actually remember. (laughs) I have to remember when recycling is and when to take my medication because I'm 46 and that's what had happened. But there was debate over if you have a birthday dinner, who pays? Is it the birthday person or is it the friends that pay? Stop. The friends obviously pay. The birthday person should not pay. No, no, no. Oh, that's so nice. I have paid for my own birthday. Back in the day. I mean, we've all spiritually paid for our own birthdays. But, like, tell me, <laughs> like, what, what do you mean you paid for your own birthday? Stop. I know. Is it single, Michelle? Yes. Wait. You had friends with you. Yeah. You went to the dinner and you put down the money? Yes. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. Okay. We ain't doing that. In fact, I, I have done that <laughs> well into adulthood. And it was like... Do I carry that around with me? A little bit. Yeah. I know. It's also like when you have broke friends you and you want to do a nice thing, you just yeah. take the L, you know? Yes. If their company is more important to you than the check, then, you know, all good. But you can tell from my tone right now. I know. <laughs> Speaking of tone, yeah. what a segue. Our guest is named Tone. <laughs> You guys, I'm a mall cop. Okay, where's my uniform? I've got segments. Where's the air horn? The air horn on that. The egg horn. The egg horn? The air horn. (laughs) (laughs) It lives within us. The fog horn, leg horn, egg horn, air horn. (laughs) The fog horn lives within you. The air horn lives within us. Um, Yeah, man. What can I say about this dude? He is amazing. We've worked together on different things. He's a hilarious, <laughs> wink, yes. wink, blink, blink, bitch. He's a hilarious comedian, uh, actor. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, man, he's touring the country right now. And he's just got hilarious stand-up that you could just see. So good. So all funny. over the interwebs and such. 
And um, he, he's one of my most favorite people. Um, everybody, do you hear that bell ringing? Just kidding. It's Tone Bell. Oh. I know. You guys, I'm sorry. I'm not That's sorry. That's my job. <laughs> I know. I have I have a onesie on this giving dad bod, so I think that's why I'm doing the dad jokes. All right. Tom Bell. You guys, we age so well. Look at the fuck at us. <laughs> I have to admit, we're on Zoom and I use a certain setting that like, you know, you can do that on Zoom that makes you look good, right? I, I use it too. No. What? Tell me your white woman <laughs> secrets. I'm just out here being like 46 and tired. It's digital concealer. It literally is. So under preferences, you can have it like, you can have the camera just be kinder and kinder to your face. It does say kinder. <laughs> <laughs> kinder, kinder still. <laughs> Are we kinder at a 10 or an 8.5? I have to say, this is a very exciting episode for me because I get to hang with you guys working and now in this very special episode, um, one thing I do I, I do love about you guys that you do have in common is your family background, Southern Roots. Yes. A work ethic, like nobody's business. Oh. You guys are definitely like, it's not giving football coach vibes, but it's definitely like, this is a workplace <laughs> environment. I'm going to say hi to everybody, make eye contact and shake hands. And I'm like, is that a Southern thing? And then also you guys have really good looking parents. Yeah, yeah. Did that affect your style and who you ended up with in life and just like how you view people? Because you guys have style and I noticed that your parents look good. Well, let's talk about Tone's parents. I've never seen your parents, Tone. Oh my goodness. My mom is stylish. I, I get that. My mom is stylish. And I'm not saying my dad is not stylish. My mom is just definitely uh, more stylish. Mm-hmm. Mm. She, you know, she goes out, like she she hangs out, she travels a little more. Uh, when it's time, my dad can, can, can get it in though. You know, he, he still shines his shoes and, and shit. Yes. <laughs> watch an old De Niro movie or something, and he'll just, he'll be shining his shoes. So, like, yeah, my dad can get down. But my mom is the one who's like, he, she, like, keeps up with fall palette color and wow, and what textures are in. And, yeah, I mean, she's she's all over it. But uh, I, I don't know if that if, I think it did inform it because I know how to dress on a budget still. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? I can I can find a nice uh, sale rack or, or a consignment place that I, that I really, and my mom is all about it. You know? Yeah. It truly is an expression. I'm always surprised because like, even like the the shoes and the sneakers I would never put together and then you put them together. I said, oh my God. Who told you to do that? I'm a big sock guy. Jordan, are you a sock guy? You like a lot of socks? I I love socks. I love socks. What's your favorite? You mean like pattern or uh, material or pattern, style, brand? Ooh. (laughs) What in the project runway? Come on. I did go through a uh, a happy sock phase because they had collabos with certain artists and everything. Oh. Yes. And also the materials are great. But let me tell you something. Right, let me see if my foot can get up here. Now, these socks I'm really into. These are my in-the-house socks. <laughs> yes! Are they thicker and keep your feet warm? Uh, yes. And they're aloe. Uh, let me see if my camera good enough. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. Wow, they're yes. very like, yeah. Yeah, malleable. Yes. I sleep in them. You get those at the spa. Yes. Or maybe like a first class international flight. Exactly. And I was like, I never keep those. And then I got some for Christmas. And I'm like, oh, these, I wear them in the house. Hell yeah. Inside of my uh, Crocs. Inside the Crocs. Ooh. So you don't like your feet to touch anything? Dust. I don't want, <laughs> I don't want my socks to be sweeping the floor. <laughs> just in case. So like socks in the Crocs. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. Black man at the beach. Do you wear no shoes at all? Mm. Do your feet meet the sand or is there something in between? Ooh. Uh, what in the 40 <laughs> days and 40 nights? <laughs> what beach we at? Oh, wow. What beach we at? Okay. <laughs> he is thorough. Okay, let's say South Beach, Miami. Okay, soft sand. Yes. Uh, maybe a little litter. Come on. You might be catching glass <laughs> and some broken nails here and there. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go shoes or or flip flops or whatever until because you know from the street to the soft sand is like that hard compacted sand. Yes. So I'm going something on the bottom in between the sand and the sole. Yes, because it's always the hottest too. It's like turf at a playground. Right. Yeah. Once I get the soft sand, uh, I'm getting I'm getting my toesies in there. <laughs> but I'll get down with you. I don't like the beach like that. You don't like the beach like that? I didn't think so. Does he he like sand? He doesn't even like dust on his socks. Does he like sand? (laughs) Like, come on. 
Sand, that's like just nature's glitter. That it is insidious. I will go, I will go to the beach with you and ride with you. Okay. If I'm staying at your house. Right. Because <laughs> I'm not bringing that shit back to my house. Wow. Right. <laughs> See, I live in a beach house. Mm-hmm. Like, my house is on the beach with two dogs. And I've never gotten on your beach, and I've been there. Yeah. And I, I refuse to step on sand because I won't bring it back. I respect you too much. <laughs> I mean, not only do I have two dogs, two kids, and a white husband, no one respects shit. Right. So, <laughs> dirty feces is just everywhere. And so, I'm like, okay, this is a lesson. This is a lesson. This is a Second Testament lesson of, like, don't sweat the small stuff because that's what happens when you have a lively house. It's going to get dirty. But you can set yourself up for success with a beach house. Like, have a little... um those little things outside where you can wash your feet off before you go in. A spigot. Oh, yeah. Yes. Where's the craziest place you ever found sand? Oh, uh, under my titty. It, it was more like a pearl, but yeah. <laughs> Beat me to that punch. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Everywhere. It's in my food sometimes. I'm like, how did it get in the salad? Yeah. How's this applesauce crunchy? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But can you be with someone who is a little dirty? Not dirty, like dirty by your standards, Hmm. because there's dirty and messy, right? Messy, I can get my head around because I'm always traveling. The suitcase got to be emptied and then got to be packed. It's like, oh, my God. But like, can't you be with someone dirty, like ass to porcelain in public? Ooh. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, that's different. I mean, like, yeah, dirty. We had that joke back in the day. Dirty and funky. Sinbad had that. It's the difference between dirty and funky. Dirty you can wear again, but funky you got to wash immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Messy just like, it's just unkept for the moment. Yes. Dish is not going to stay in the sink more than than a couple hours. I mean, a day if we too busy. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, like um, the toilet seat, right? And then this part. Oh! Mm, It's personal. I, I clean it probably four or five times a day and I have three toilets. Yeah. Because I'm potty training my kids and their hands are all over it. And I just, when they use it, I clean it right before they use it. Yeah. And then I make them wash their hands too. And I wash my hands. And now I don't have hands anymore because... (laughs) (laughs) Your your fingerprint's gone. (laughs) Fingerprint's gone. But I think one of the hardest parts of parenthood, I thought it'd be like making sure I raise polite children or racism or sex or how to, um, you know, save your money. It's none of that. It's... How do I get through trying to potty train kids in public with public toilets? That is a shit. Yeah. That is a true testament of can you parent? Because I'm, I, you know, I need some anti-anxiety medication because we go into a bathroom. I'm like, no, <laughs> why? Stop it. Look, you know, like I'm a mess because they want to touch everything. I'm like, does that make you miss? Like, you know, you got to potty train, but does it go, man, I miss diapers? Yes. Or pull-ups or something? Yes. <laughs> I never thought about it until you said it just now. It's like, it's because yeah. you want them to be able to go to the bathroom, but it's that interim period where you got to, the lessons got to come. Yes. Where before you're like, man, we'll just change this boy out. Yes. Yeah. Because you can lay down a little thing on the changing table and stuff and just be like, I still got you. Yeah. And for boys, I realize it's harder because every toilet's different. And if you're short, yeah. you got to go up high, you got to go down low, you got to aim. There's stuff to look at. I'm just like, this is insane. Like, do you remember actually the first time you were like really allowed to go to the bathroom by yourselves in public? Oh, yeah, absolutely. You do? Yeah. Tom, what was what was it like for you? Uh, I mean, you're talking about just at the urinal by myself. Yes. Like, my parents are away and I went to the bathroom by myself. Yeah, not like in school. Maybe like a restaurant or like at a mall or like... I was probably seven or eight when it was like, go ahead, come right back. Yeah. But I remember my grandfather taking me when I was like six. But he was in one stall, I was in the other. So he, I didn't need help. But I remember him being like, did you wipe it off? And I was like, what do you mean wipe it off? <laughs> do you wipe it off? I mean, I'm in my 40s now. I do now. Yes. <laughs> you got to now. Do you wipe your dick off? Some people flick it, you know. Um, some people wipe it. Okay. Gentlemen wipe it. I think gentlemen wipe, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, we found the name of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> flick or wipe? We found the promo. <laughs> gentlemen wipe it. When I was a kid, um, I went to, you know, spent so much time at church. So much so much time in the church house. So, so many, like, moments happened there. Like, and to your point, like, that I got to go to the bathroom by myself. And these urinals, like old school urinals used to go to the flow. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> you could fit 
inside them. A ceramic closet. <laughs> they, they were enormous. Mm. Urinals used to be at least five feet tall. Yeah. I didn't know what they were used for. They were <laughs> Who was pissing like this? <laughs> <laughs> When did you guys realize that you guys were black men in America? Where did you have that epiphany where you're just like, I'm a threat, I'm a fetish, I am, I'm important. Like, when did y'all have that moment of just like, okay, this is what it's going to be? It never all happens at once, but I will let Mr. Bell, our guest, speak to it. I'll say I grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood and mostly black schools and all that. I think when I got to junior high, high school, I probably had the most white kids in my class that I had ever seen before. My classes were real small and everybody was cool because everybody grew up together, right? So, I mean, all of us played ball together and soccer and basketball, all, baseball, all that stuff. Uh, but I think it was my, oh man, it was my, it was my junior year and I got in trouble. There could have been some real crazy trouble. I was in uh, Chattanooga, Tennessee and I was on the basketball team. We got, uh, we got eliminated and then me and another classmate who was, I think, a senior stayed back to like, oh, we need y'all to help with the girls' teams, like carry equipment, all this kind of stuff. So we didn't, we weren't starters, like they didn't care about us. We stayed back and then, you know, we tried to have a little fun time, you know, mm-hmm. uh, with fingers and mouths and stuff, right? And so, <laughs> <laughs> high school kids, right? And okay, yada, yada, yada. I'll tell y'all later at one point, but... Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've never seen him glitch up like this t- <laughs> well, because, I mean, it was, it was 25 years ago. Yeah. I mean, look, I was trying to get my first BJ, right? Okay. I was shooting my shot. Yes. yes. Didn't get it. Uh, another kid did get it. And then, so we get back to school. He starts telling everybody that we both did. And I'm like, why are you telling people I did? I did. Right. Like, I, I tried and it did not happen. And then, I mean, when I tell you the wrath that came down on me versus him Oof. was completely different. I mean, they called me up to the office. My mom had to come out. Of, I mean, it was like, I got, oh. I mean, school was like, we're not inviting you back. But his family gave a lot of money to the school and to the church that it was attached to. And so that part, his was not even uh, in the age range it should have been. Ooh. And nothing happened to this kid. Hmm. I was like, yo, this, this would have happened different if I. Right. If I had been different. Right. I think I saw a difference like right there in front of me. I mean, I've seen my dad get a ticket just off some dumb shit. I've seen, you know, just stuff that you hear about and see as you're, you know, 13 to 16. But that was that moment where I was like, yo, what the fuck just happened? What was the feeling in that moment when you kind of had that that epiphany then? I mean, it was people trying to coerce me to admit something that I didn't do. And then uh, her father came in and I was like, can I just be honest with everybody? I was like, she told you it didn't happen. I told you it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. And then I ended up telling the, uh, it wasn't really a principal, I guess it was a chancellor of the of the school. I mean, I ended up saying, I was like, uh, can we just talk for a second? And he's like, you know, he's already acting upset. Like, you know, and uh, he was the brother to the bishop of the church, Oof. which we can go through that whole rabbit hole of that shit too. But anyway. So this is like a, a Christian school as well. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, it was wild. So like, I go, even if this had to happen, which, you know, I was like, which it did not. It did not happen. We go, let's just say it happened. Let's just say it happened. I go, you had a, an affair on your wife 10 years ago and the whole community about it. No. 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 And like, you're still here. So shouldn't you just turn the other cheek? Everybody else turn the other cheek. You did that. Tone <laughs> did that. Tone. I'm petty. Come on, petty Pendergrass. <laughs> Come on, petty Ruxpin. Let's go. And then he was like, get out of my office. <laughs> Yo. You got to stick up for yourself. I'm so glad you did that. Yeah. You got to. My mom went hard. My mom was working at a law firm at the time. She was like a paralegal and, you know, she was talking to, I mean, it was like a whole, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. Oh my God. It was wild. Yeah. From then on, were you like, okay, things are different? Yeah. I mean, you just like, well, I'm rewatching a, a House of Cards on Netflix, right? I'm, I'm rewatching the, the show and me and a friend were talking about the character the other day that Mahershala Ali plays. And he was like, he's so buttoned up and kind of stiff. And I go, I think a lot of times, like, because I work corporate America too, right? And it's like, there are so few brown people, black people. Mm-hmm. We go to a convention, it's like three or 400 people. Yeah. And it's eight of us where you go, I can't miss this convention. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, Troy or Brad can oversleep and then make it past lunch and nobody knows they're missing. Yes. 
<laughs> I mean, I got to be ironed to a crisp. I got to have my hair. I got to have my beard done right. I got to have, yeah. you know, so it's like a different level of like swag and professionalism that you have to have. Yeah. Somebody else can come smelling like beer and they'd be like, man, you must have had a great night last night. I look shitty. Yeah. But they like they had a good time. Exactly. I feel like you just explained the code book for female comedians. Mm. You could have 11 unfunny, basic, dumb motherfuckers, men, tell all the same shit in a different way. And the one or two jokes that a female comedian might say that don't hit, oh, you know, bitches ain't funny, this, that, and the third. Like, you have to just be <laughs> so much better than everybody. So that's why when people, like, ask me advice, I was a comedian. First of all, stop trying to pick my brain. I don't have a brain left anymore. Figure it out like I did. Number two... Just keep going and be as funny as you can be for either two people or 2,000 people. Just be funny as fuck. Make it hard for people to follow you. Well, I mean, that parallel is interesting because I never heard it from the opposite side, right? You always hear like what you just gave and then the rationale for it and you go, okay, I see it. But, and then giving the rationale for it first and then going, here's the comp is, yeah, because you're right. I mean, because I probably will admittedly look at it going like, man, she need to clean up. Yeah. And it's not that she's not funny, but I go, she got to iron this. These jeans need to be ironed. <laughs> these jeans need to be ironed? <laughs> I can't pay attention to her now because these jeans are so wrinkled. <laughs> oh, my goodness. When people don't look good on stage, it just irks me. Because I'm like, if that's your thing, that's one thing. But mm. people are paying money to see you. Yeah. It's definitely my thing. <laughs> but you've upgraded, Jordan. Thank you, friend. Jordan would be on stage with mask and tape. On oh, my jeans. Yes. Because he, like, ripped his jeans. It was duct tape. It wasn't masking tape. Sorry. Hey, man, that's good tape. That is good tape. <laughs> Thank you very much. I just want to keep her Anderson Cooper 360 honest, okay? <laughs> like, that's all it is. But, yeah, shit was wild for a while. I didn't know who I was. I needed to reclaim myself. Um, yeah, man, it does mean that you need to be perfect. It's almost like Obama with the brown suit. They'll never let him forget that fucking brown suit. That was his biggest controversy. Yeah, it was more tan. <laughs> exactly. You can't forget it. I can't. It was giving men's warehouse coupon, but that's okay. He made it look good. I mean, I'm just, I mean, if you don't go, he should went all the way. Seriously, suck with that shirt. You know what I mean? Like, if you're going to go there, go there. <laughs> yes. Wear a Sperry boat shoe. Like, come on, what are we doing? I used to work at a TiVo back in the day in the Jersey Mall, Quaker Bridge Mall, and we would sell colored men's suits. So it was like teal. It was giving like boys to men, like if you want to be in a boy group. Mm -hmm. um, mustard with the ties and stuff. It was giving like low budget zoot suit. You know, if you felt like you <laughs> wanted to be like a Cap Calloway in a Janet Jackson video. That's all right with me. <laughs> that's the name of the... Anyways, um, the I'm fine. I'm fine. What do you mean? <laughs> so it, it, was a, it was a vibe. <laughs> yes, it, it was a schmood. As the kids call it. <laughs> yeah. Anytime you wear a suit that loud, you have to be coming from somewhere else first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's a second stop. Everything's a second stop. You can, that cannot be your first stop. <laughs> it was you were performing and you like, you showed up somewhere else, but you can't put that on and then be like, where you come from? You're like, the house. You're like, no, no, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> I love it. You know what I love too? It's like, I feel like um, in the last, well, I want to say like the last three to five years, Last three years, it feels like your adulting game tone has gotten to the next level. Like, every time I talk to him, Jordan, he's like, <laughs> I got to power wash my porch right now. I'll call you back. What? I know. Or he's like, oh, man, I got to go feed these really big deer. My neighbor said, oh, what? I don't, what? Yeah. Longhorns. Longhorns. Long horn. so, exactly. Nobody goes to feed really big deer. Well, I don't know what you said. What is, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know what it was. I could barely get through a lantern fly. What was the shift for you to just like kind of go off the grid, but still show up for parties? It's confusing. Yeah, uh, I should have bought something years ago, but I finally, you know, bought something. I got, I got the logistics of travel. You know, you just said it, packing a bag all the time. And, yeah. And like, what do you want to do? And where do you see yourself for the next 10? I go, I do not want to be in this apartment for the next 10 because the, the rate is too good. I don't want this rate to keep me from elevating. I want some property. I want to know I have neighbors but not see them. Right. Mm. And honestly, this is the first time probably since I was living in my parents' house that I have like neighbors versus like people I live next to. Yes. Isn't that lovely? I love it. I like that. By the time I got here, it was like, I want to live close enough to the airport. I don't want to hear the mm -hmm. airplanes. I don't want to see my neighbors, mm -hmm. but I want to know they're back and forth. I mean, and they, they have a nice small town energy to them where they're like, 
hey, man, we knew you were out of town. Let us know. We're going to make sure. We'll, we'll walk around, make sure you don't have any hoses on, just dripping water. Hmm. We'll make sure that nothing's broken. We'll check the mail. I love that. It's the community. Yeah, it, it, like it's such a dope community. So like this is a neighbor now. It's amazing. I mean, they grow uh peppers and onions and tomatoes and we get bags of vegetables every three or four weeks from them. I mean, it's... Who does that? Yes. It's really dope. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> you mentioned Longhorn cattle. <laughs> I'm just wondering where in the Ponderosa you are right now. <laughs> like, when you got Longhorn cattle, what in the hook of horns? Yeah. So, I live east of Austin, like 20, 25 minutes. Okay. Okay. Uh, but luckily, you know, I mean, we don't work till at night, so... After I go into the city, I'm going opposite the traffic. So at like seven, when I head into the city, it takes me 20 minutes to get there. Wow. Right. So it's not, it's not really a big deal. Right. Um, but I have to send y'all a picture of this. We woke up one morning having a cup of coffee and look out back. And there's like 20 like wild hogs in the backyard. Four adults and like 15, 16, like kind of babies just eating acorns from up under a tree. About, I mean, they're probably 30 yards from the from the back door, 40 yards. That's so beautiful. Uh, deer. We got roadrunners. Oh, cool. What's that? They're birds. Like the cartoon? I mean, they're probably beep, beep. 12, 16 inches. <laughs> it's like, it's, it's cool. I mean, we got deer. We, I mean, I've been out front. We had donkeys in the front yard at one point. They just kind of rolled in. That's so beautiful. And you must feel, I don't know, I'm just assuming, because the beach for me is very grounding. Yeah. I like my feetsies in the sand and the water because it's nice to be around nature when we're in such a crazy self-serving um, career. Yeah. Especially mm -hmm. that is so up and down for a lot of different reasons. It's so nice to be grounded when you just are trying to create art in the midst of um, capitalism. Yeah. Uh, running its course. And so do you find that to be grounding for the most part? Because the way you just spoke about it was very beautiful. I love it. I mean, we got a nice pool in the back and we sit in the pool and we might be having a glass of wine watching the TV out there and then like two deer just come running by. And it's like, it's beautiful. Do you ever feel isolated? Not really, because I'm close enough to the city. Right. And there's other little downtown. There's like a little small town. <laughs> I guarantee you 30 years ago, I would not have hung out in. Ooh, <laughs> is there a Main Street? A Main Street? Main Street is Main Street. Main Street be Main Streeting. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's probably four lights long, but it's like a couple cool bars and it's like five, seven minutes away. So we'll go down there and kick it oh. and go to the bar, watch a game or something. Yeah, I mean, it is isolating, but still because we travel so much, it never feels like that. Yeah, it's like an oasis you get to go home to. That's great. If I had to be here for six months straight, it might turn into that because I've never been anywhere that long this isolated. So I don't know what that feels like yet. Right. But I mean, you know, having the problems with the house, I love too. There's ones I can fix. Like I need to fix a light switch. Mm -hmm. So I hop on YouTube or talk to a neighbor. But all my neighbors do real man stuff. Ooh. They're all electricians, plumbers. I mean, they work on HVAC. So I mean, if I don't want to call a service or my, you know, a home warranty, then I call, hey, Jeff. Hey, man, I, I think something's going on. My gauge is, you know, can you come check it out? He's like, man, I'll be there in an hour. Yeah, because you're gonna you're gonna need to look at the compressor. Yeah, and see if that's if that's oh boy feeding in the line from the compressor. Oh boy, <laughs> you know if that's he's throwing out the words he knows. We got we got a little water jump. We got a little air now. We the water yeah. jumping a little bit. So let's bleed these lines real quick. Jeez, that's awesome, dude. <laughs> it feels like you hacked life. You know how you pay him with a beer and a shot, and that's all anybody asks for. Wow, yes. a beer and a shot. Oh my gosh. When they see Ron White downtown, they're like, hey, you think you can give me tickets to Ron White? <laughs> Abs absolutely. Absolutely. You're like, I got tickets to Ron Black if you want to see him. <laughs> That's crazy. So you, you found something. How long have you lived there? Uh, a year and a half. I mean, I, I would say we've been here half the time just because of travel and, and out of town for work and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. That's how you really appreciate it is when you're not there all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same for relationships. What? Listen. <laughs> we have our audience um, uh, sending questions and we try to answer them. So um, here's a question and it's a good question. Question is, I'm in a new relationship. When should we talk about our finances, our goals, our debt, our investments, et cetera? Yo. You know, a lot of people are just like, what's mine is yours. What's yours is mine. Some people are like, it's mine, it's yours, and then ours. How how old are these people? Like, that, that that's, I think that makes a difference. Um, I would say talk about debt before finances. Mm. And I know that probably is wrapped into that, but I was like, I'm not doing nothing with nobody in, like, real debt. Mm. Oh, that's just a turnoff for you in a relationship to pursue. Not at this age. Interesting. Okay. But in your 30s? What about a mortgage? That's good debt. 
Okay, okay, okay. You're saying bad debt, like to the mob. You know, 12 grand of student loan debt is different than 80 grand of student loan debt. Right. Or 200 student loan debt. You know, I'm actively marrying into this debt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. To go, is this going to be a problem later? Can I look down the line and go, hey, man, you got to stop buying these purses or these shoes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I do think they're beautiful. You look wonderful, but take a picture in it because you're not going to bring it home. Yeah. Also, like, look, I know a lot of people are like, I want to date someone that's been to college, but... If you date someone who works and hasn't been to college, they don't have any student debt. That's kind of hot. It's true. I mean, like I just said, plumbers, HVAC, and electricians, paid. Yes. Mm. Paid. It's a skill. They know how to lay them pipes. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, my neighbor, my neighbor, they got three cars, a boat, an RV. They got like a little Model T Roadster. They take mad trips. And I'm like, yo, they go to work. Yeah. It's a different kind of thing, right? It's like some people work to live and some people like have, you know, artistic uh, drive and want and want to make something. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I put no value judgment on either. Ooh, okay. But I, f- I feel you. One, you're going to be subject to more debt for sure. Yeah. And two, rich people always want to know how to fix a screen, <laughs> a window screen. So you're always going to have somebody to do that and be around. So I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. Right. To answer the question, I would say, I think, talk about that debt, but finances, I think it should come up. No romance without finance? Is that what you're saying? I mean, look, well, I'm 41 now, but being being 25, I grew up with a mom that worked, so I just always thought I'd be with a woman that worked. And I am, but at this point, I go, she don't have, she can decide if she, you know, if she, she can or she, whatever she wants to do. I wouldn't even know how to, like, be around someone that didn't work. Yeah. Like, what, what do you do all day? But what if you couldn't work? What if what if you got hurt on the job or something like that? You find something. You can make earrings and someone Etsy. You got to do something. <laughs> nah, you can't just be here doing nothing. You got to do something. <laughs> yeah. Your hobby you needs to make something. money. One of our all mutual friends, uh, he and I were talking, but he said this to me. He goes, I'm, I'm going to be with her, but she going to do something. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, he goes, this money is yeah. your shopping money or your whatever you like to do. He goes, you don't have to really get paid for it, but you will be doing something. You're going to be busy. Yes, yes. We need something to talk about, but well, you need experiences. Give me a story. <laughs> Give me a story, bitch. <laughs> I don't have a story, but I got a question. All okay. Right. Um, is it okay to take my current boyfriend to a restaurant that an ex introduced me to? Yo. That is- oh. Yes. You say yes? Yes. <laughs> Oh wow! Is it is it took me to or that was our restaurant? Like we we went there all the time. Like introduced me to. Clearly, it's on the brain, on the mind. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, how'd you find this place? I love it. No one says that. <laughs> Do they really? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bar that I used to go to in LA that like I would you know I'd bring a chick in every now and then when I was mm-hmm. right, and then if we didn't work out, and I if I saw her. Months later, bring somebody else there because she thought it was cool too. I appalled. <laughs> See? See? When you're when you're giving someone the experience and then they use that experience on someone else, that's like that's a little mm-hmm. shy If it's a gem of a place, yeah, okay. So you felt a certain possession over this bar. Is that what you're saying? Appalled. <laughs> I, I, it's also the experience that he was providing. That's the possession, right? And so for me, I'm saying, nah, find another <laughs> restaurant. Unless you're in a small town. And there's three good restaurants, but like... But if we ended on good terms and we can agree that, hey, we'll only talk <laughs> to let each other know when we're going to be there. What in the black Seinfeld is happening yeah, right now? Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if, if we broke up, if we broke up and you have the yes. courtesy to go, hey, just just let you know, I'm, I'm going to take the restaurant on Thursday. So just... <laughs> and I go, hey, thank you for being... Okay, okay, um... What do you do with everybody that you've had relations with in your phone? You delete them? No, because because emergencies still matter to me, and that's that's a conversation that I've had. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you could see my face, but it's a podcast. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I just love how fluid the answer was. Did not have to think about it. He had the conversation already. I don't talk to exes. Yeah. Out of respect. I don't talk to exes that we broke up. It, it was a nice amicable breakup. I, it's mm-hmm. it's fine. Or we had a bad breakup. We don't talk. But there is a civil thing that like, if one of my exes happens to be in Austin or something and she's driving around on a Wednesday or something, she's like, yo, I don't know who else to call. I have a flat tire or something. 
that's the kind of call I won't mind because I wouldn't want her out stranded on the highway. Yes, there are other means, but if I get that call, I'm going to try to help out. Am I going to go to her unless she's walking down the highway or something? No. Phone is dead or she stopped in because I have an easy phone number and she stops in and calls me to go, you're the only number I can remember. Uh, okay. Okay, L- listen, this... Okay, uh, that's that's fair. You're the emergency contact. Yes, okay. Michelle, earlier I was from the South. Yeah. And then now I can't be from the South? No, 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 no. I get, <laughs> I understand. But well, <laughs> look, we can't be using the, the Southern hospitality as an excuse, but... We were raised to be Black Knights. <laughs> so this is what you got to do. You got you to gotta ride in. But like... You got to ride in in just one way. <laughs> Don't ride in the other way. Oh, I would do everything in my power not to show up. <laughs> Text her your triple A number. You know what I mean? Like they tow it, they tow it for free and change your tires for free. Got you. They tow it everybody for free for the first two miles. So Oh my goodness. But this is also also that must be uh, a northeast rule because down here I get uh 70 miles, by the way. Oh yeah. Okay. That's lovely. Yeah. Wow. Look how tough it is up here. But I will say this. Yes. I could never make it with a woman who drives who doesn't have AAA or some sort of service. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is something as an adult you have to have and know. Yeah. Roadside yes. assistance, you need you need that. See, I don't I don't know how to change a tire. I have to learn. That I know. But I do have AAA. You can easily do it. I think I could because, you know, I'm like real fight or flight kind of bitch. So I'm just like, he hope, you know, but like if it's a lantern fly in my hair, I'm just gonna <laughs> I'm just gonna lay down and let the good Lord take no. me. Because I'm gonna hear my like a Maya Angelo quote about rainbows and just like be off. <laughs> I'm just gonna fold like a finished sheet. If it's a lantern fly. <laughs> like just know that I loved you the best way I could, okay? But <laughs> if it's a tire, like if it's a tire change in somewhere in America that looks like the hills have eyes, just know that I always spoke well about you. <laughs> and I hope someone very pretty gets to play me in my Lifetime movie. Because we did. I'm out. I know you can change the tire, Michelle. I saw you working out with Yamanika Sanders. You literally deadlifted the rack as well. I was like, look at Michelle go. So you can do this. You could be a NASCAR in the pits. You're like, how did we go from this to that? You could do it. I'm just saying, I hate, my pet peeve is learned helplessness. Also, you're doing well. Get one of those, dude. Get one of those. That's the hardest part. Oh, yeah. And finding where the jack goes. Once you find where the jack goes, you're you're in the game. I've been married for 13 years. I know where the jack goes. (laughs) Okay, last question. I can't, but I can. Um, Oh, this is a nice little household question. I've just started living with somebody. Should we combine our laundry? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Of course. It's a no for me. Lord. Why? Why? I don't need to be washing your raggedy ass man panties when you can't (laughs) wipe your ass properly but know how to change a fucking tire. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm not your mama, okay? And you are not my sugar daddy. I'm going to wash my own panties. Uh-oh. You wash your own panties. Get out of the way. We could do the house. <laughs> <laughs> if you like your shirts folded like that, you should do it. I don't work at the Gap, bitch. <laughs> we can combine household shit like towels, but don't hit me with, I like my towels folded like this. They folded. Why is everyone so quiet? <laughs> I'm laughing. <laughs> I don't even know how they work. What? The only time I, I use a washer and dryer is when I'm trying to de-wrinkle a shirt and I throw it in the dryer under uh, wrinkle release. That's it. I don't know how. What in the made in Manhattan is going on right now? <laughs> don't know how it works. Have no idea. Don't know how the dishwasher works. Don't know how the wash and dryer works. Tone. How do you? Okay. But you know what? Yes. I can change a tire. Oh, Lord. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I keep a car clean. I keep the gas filled up. I do most of the cooking. You take the trash out? Take the trash out. Do you sweep the floor? No. I'm not allowed to. She, she won't let me. Got you. Do you make the bed? No. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> do you dry your feet when you come out of the shower or do you have just like a wet fucking floor? No, no. We, no, we got a mat. We got one of them good mats. Okay. You got a good mat when I dry feet? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I tell you, there, there's a clear, uh, there was a clear divide when we moved in. Mm-hmm. We were both trying to help each other out do stuff. Mm. And then at one point, it organically separated to going, why don't you go outside and handle that stuff? Mm. Unless you need me real bad, I'm not pulling no more of these weeds. I'm not moving nothing. 
I'm not moving debris. If it's plants and flowers or some snake plants or aloes or whatever, she'll take care of that. But like outside of that, she's like, you. She'll take care of snakes? Did you just say she'll take The snake plants. The snake plants. Oh, plants. I said, wait a minute now. Okay. I have to admit, I definitely put all the laundry in together and maybe separate the kids' laundry because at my tender age of 45, I just don't have the time. I put it all in at once, put it all on cold. That's good. <laughs> A 20-minute cold wash is good, unless it's your panties, because y'all are gross. Yes. And then uh, maybe take out some of her delicates, you know, like her work stuff. I separate that. And hang dry it. Yes. But, like, you got to make sure, because I've learned <laughs> I've learned the hard way. Like, you got to look in there. I don't care about whites and colors. Those can go together. If you if you put the water on cold. What are you, a politician? <laughs> you just sound like Obama in Mississippi. I'm trying to help people. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care about whites and colors. I think <laughs> that they can all go in the same uh, appliance and come out clean. <laughs> beautiful. It's a cycle. It's a beautiful cycle. <laughs> a gentle cycle. A gentle cycle. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, Tone, we ask all our um, guests, what is the most adult thing you want to do for yourself that you haven't had a chance to do this year? And it could be anything. Small, medium, large, double X. It don't matter what it is. Oh, he's gonna he's thinking deep. He's looking out the window. He is. <laughs> he, he is. He's looking at the longhorn outside. I am going to, for the first time, change out a chandelier for myself. Never done this. What? A light feature? Yeah. That's you? Yeah. Turn the power off. Unhook it, yeah. Reground it and do all, yeah, and then and, and hoist it up there and get. Oh it. my goodness! Please be careful. Will you also make videos so we could just see? Yeah, I just turned out a light switch uh, not too long ago. I, I re- replaced the switch, turned the yeah. Oh my goodness! That's amazing, man. That that sounds very grown up. That sounds complicated. I mean, it is. It is. It will be. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, that's so good. I just think about things that are like flush to the ceiling. You know, I'm like, how they do that? Can I just speak on behalf of your partner that lives with you? Oh, she don't think I can do nothing, by the way. <laughs> Coming from a wife who has a husband who loves to douche in himself, this is in a DNA sometimes. Like, I understand trying to venture and do something and be proud of your work, but you really got to call it when you can't figure it out and get the help in because I'm just like, <laughs> I need lights. I, I'm sitting in the, I can't do no more candlelight. I'm going to catch my hair on fire. Is giving Game of Thrones wedding. I can't do no more candlelight, okay? <laughs> so while I support your journey like a well-made bra, I'm like, you know, you got to know when to fold them. She she doesn't believe in me as much as you don't believe in me. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> so you haven't even... <laughs> I have to do stuff when she's out of town. It's crazy. <laughs> How much did this cost? I go, mother... It was free. It was free because I did it. And it looks great. You thought somebody came over here and did this, didn't you? I do stuff when she's gone. Oh, my goodness. Because otherwise, I got somebody looking over my shoulder like, are you sure you're doing that right? I'm like, if you don't go back in the house and do something, the dryer done, the dryer done, I'm getting this thing done. I got it. That's how you know you're maturing is when your wife or your partner leaves town, you're doing DIY jobs. You're like, (laughs) I got a list. It's giving everyone loves Raymond. The list is real. The list is real. Well, thank you so much for joining us, friend. We love you. We can't wait to see you in person to have a beer and a cold shot. Absolutely. By candlelight in your house. <laughs> Good, sir. Please give uh, our best to the wild hogs, to the to the mules, to the longhorns out there, and anything else, any other varmints as well, man. Thank y'all for having me. Oh, Jesus Christ, Jordan. Okay. <laughs> I'm from Texas. I had to do it. I know you did, honey. Okay. We can always edit it out. No. We love you, Tone. <laughs> we love you, Tone. <laughs> That was wonderful. I know. That was wonderful. I He's just a good brother. I like Tone Bell. He's a good brother. He's a cool guy. He's a cool that guy. That is nice to me. Dude, who hurt you? What in the inner child is going on? <laughs> Why are you so surprised when attractive men are nice to you? I don't know who hurt you in high school, but it's time to heal, bitch. It's time Listen. to heal. We are all out here. You know what's so funny? You're like, I can't believe they're so good looking and they're nice to me. You've never said that about me. You are beautiful and you're nice to me. You're hilarious and you're nice to me. I don't question it. Thank you. Because it's like when Elmer Fudd walks off a cliff. When he looks down, he drops, okay? Oh, my God. All right? Oh, my God. Okay. 
okay. Sorry, I went fishing and then he just pushed me over the edge. Allah. <laughs> Allah. What's the movie of the bitches that drive over the cliff? <laughs> Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. I was like, it wasn't too long, Fu. They just kept going. It's Thelma and Louise. It's so funny. I was trying to think of like a two hander. A two hander yes. in Hollywood speak is like two people that carry a movie. And I was like, what's a female two hander? And I'm like, Thelma and Louise, the ones where they die? Okay. <laughs> That's about it. They're like, well, we got to kill these two off. <laughs> yeah, so we can <laughs> never make it happen again. Um, just kidding. Romy and Michelle? <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, you guys, what a lovely dude. You know, people always have this, like, idea of working really hard and then retiring and then, like, living your best. Mm. But what I do love about Tone is that he sort of hacked the early retirement mixed with mm -hmm. the hustle where he's living that retiree life, mm. that lifestyle on a farm just 20 minutes outside of Austin. But then he's still traveling and dipping and doing it, you know? Yeah. And working and doing his thing. And he's so funny, so talented, so eloquent. And like, I'm always rooting for him. You know what I mean? Yes. You're rooting for him harder than Tyra Banks was rooting for What's-Her-Face in season three of <laughs> America's Next Top Model. Anyways, everybody, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And you know what? Here's just a question to sit with with you guys if you feel like it. I don't know how old you are. I don't know what country you're in. I don't know if you're having a good hair day, if you have hair. I don't fucking know. But what does your life look like in your 60s, right? What would your plans be if you were to retire somewhere? Mm. Can you figure out how to mix that into your daily life now? I think we all need more of that. And I think we'd probably live, I don't know, longer, better lives. You're saying integrate it. Yeah. Integrate the vacation in every day if you can. I hear that. That's all. Don't forget to wash your hands because y'all nasty motherfuckers. Bye. <laughs> Do you want to say bye, Jordan? No, I just... Bye. Don't be like an emotional hostage. You are always giving POW. <laughs> Fuck. I love you. Oh, my God. This has been an Exactly Right production. Our senior producer is Jiha Lee. Our associate producer is Christina Chamberlain. This episode was mixed by John Bradley. Our guest booker is Patrick Kotner. Additional production support from Hannah Kyle Crichton. Theme song and live show DJing is by DJ Don Will. Our live show producer is Marianne Ways. Artwork by Jamie Bechtel. Photography by Reis Vandermost. Executive produced by Karen Kilgara, Georgia Hardstark, and Danielle Kramer. Follow the show on Instagram at adultingthepod. Email your questions to adultingquestions at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Follow Adulting with Michelle Buteau and Jordan Carlos on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you like to listen so you don't miss an episode. If you like what you hear, rate and review the show and visit exactlyrightstore.com to purchase adulting merch.